0: Arabilla Shaitan Rajim Swimlahi Rahman Rahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil alamin O Salatu Salamu Alla Rasulihi Sayyidina Muhammadin wa Allah Alihi wa Sahbihi Muman Tabi Ahumbi Ihsan Illahu Middin. So we start today the chapter on the Sujud al Qur'an. These are the prostrations that are also known as the sajda uh, tilawa, the sajdas that are, that, are uh, that accompany the recitation of certain verses of the Quran. So it's a, a difference of opinion amongst the ulama, whether it's a mustahab or whether it's a sunnah, sunnah mu'akkada, to make sajda in these ayat, and we'll talk about how to do them, and what the uh, the places that they, they're to be done at. وَسُجُودُ عَشَرَةَ وَهِيَ Or, وَهِيَ How much... A, Dot moving from here to there can make a difference. The number of sajdas uh, in the Quran are eleven, and these are the sajdas that the Prophet وسلم, made sajda for them every single time. Uh, there are certain places where it comes in the Tafsir that Rasulullah sallam made sajda uh, for their recitation, um, but. Uh, according to Malik, they are uh, um, they are eleven, which the Prophet ﷺ uh, 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 did without without exception, uh, and they are the ones that uh, they're the ones that it's masnoon for a person to make sajda for them, even if the tafsir may come that he prostrated at other places, but the the call of the fuqaha of the Madhab of Ahlul Medina is. That those are not sajdahs. Uh, the the mashur, the, the the rajah, and the stronger opinion is that they're not there. <sighs> the mufassal, which is the last seventh of the Quran, which is from Surah Al Hujrat all the way till the end. Um, Malik's fatwa was the ta'aza'im, that the, the sajdahs of the Quran that the Prophet did every single time, none of them are in the last seventh of the Quran. From Surah Al-Hujrat to the end. Obviously the other Madahib they disagree and they differ uh, uh, on this issue. So they, they say there's a Sajda in Surah Al-Najm and Sajda in Surah Al-Iqra'ah, uh, uh, etc. And uh, uh, Malik doesn't consider any of those to be a Sunnah to make Sajda for them. Uh, a Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ to make Sajda for them. أما السنة فما في الصحيحين عن ابن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنهما كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقرأ القرآن فإذا مر بسورة فيها سجدة فسجدها سجدنا معه وثبت عنه صلى الله عليه وسلم أيضا أنه قال إذا سجد الإنسان اعتزل الشيطان يبكي فيقول يا ويلتاه Adam uh, So the, the commentator mentions that that uh, uh, the proof of the this being a sunnah, this Sarz Sahu being a Sunnah is what's narrated by Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Umarah, May Allah be pleased with both of them who said uh, the Messenger of Allah used to recite the Qur'an and when he passed by a surah in which there was a sajda, he would uh, prostrate for it and we prostrated with him. Uh, and then he mentions also the the uh, uh, hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu uh, which extols the virtues of prostrating in front of Allah Ta'ala that whenever a human being makes sajda, Shaitan uh, runs away from that place, Uh, he he withdraws from that place crying, and he said, woe is me, destruction on me, the son of Adam was commanded to prostrate, and because of that, he received jannah, Uh, and I was commanded to prostrate, but I refused, and because of that, uh, I'll get the fire. And this is a this is a, an important uh lesson for all of us. While you still have life, go ahead and make sajda while you still can. You don't have to follow the you don't have to follow the sunnah of shaitan. You don't have to follow the sunnah of shaitan. Uh so there are eleven there are eleven places in the Quran according to Malik. laysa minha from minha that there's none of those 11 occur in the last 7th of the Quran from surah Hujrat onward فِي alif lam mim sad uh 'inda قَوْلِهِ uh and uh, that is uh, surah Al-A'raf, alif flamim Sad Suratul Surah araf when, uh, when the the words, who they glorify Him, والله Yasjulun and they prostrate to Him. Wahua آخرها, and it's the end of that surah, it's the last ayah of that surah. فَمَن كَانَ فِي صَلَاطٍ فَإِذَا سَجَدَهَا قَامَ فَقَرَأَ مِنَ الْأَنْفَالِ أَوْ مِنْ غَيْرِهَا مَا تَيَسَّرَ عَلَيْهِ ثُمَّ so, if a person is to read that, the end of Sur- Surah Al-A'raf, uh, and this is the same thing for the rest of the sajdas as well. Some of the sajdas are in the middle of the surahs, and some of them are at the end. If a person is to make, saj- uh, make sajda for, for this last ayah of Surah Al-A'raf, when they get up again, he says, don't go st- get up again and then go straight into Ruku' rather read a little bit more of the Qur'an. Read from Surah Al-Anfal, which is the next surah, or any part after it. Uh, read a little bit more Qur'an before going into Ruku. Don't just make the sajda, then get up, and then go. Allahu Akbar, straight into Ruku again. وَفِي الرَّعْدِ عِنْدَ قَوْلِهِ وَظِلَالُهُمْ بِالْغُدُوِّ uh In Surah Al-Ra'd, uh wafin Uh and Surah Bani Israel. Surah Bani Israel is what? It's another name for Surah al Isra. Some of the, the the surahs have more than one name. So the Surat Bani Israel and Surah al Isra, they're two names for the same surah. Uh, generally, in the masahif of the Indian subcontinent, they write Bani Israel Suratul Bani Israel rather than Sur Suratul Isra. Um, and from Surat Bani Israel, ويخيرون للأذقان يبكون ويزيدهم خشوع. Um, and from Surat Maryam, the words of Allah Taala, إذا تطلع عليهم آياته Rahmani آيات الرحمن خرجوا الجدم وبكيا. Uh, And for Surah Al Hajj, Awaluha. Surah Al Hajj, there are two, from amongst the different fuqaha, there are two places where Sajzah is transmitted. Uh, I believe in the Hanbali and the Shafi'i Madhabs, they actually make sajza for both of them. So, um, in the Maliki school, only the first of those two sajzas that are reported in the hadith is considered from the Aza'im, the ones that Sunnah to do Mm -hmm. all the time. Uh, so, so he says, Wafil Haji Awaluha, the first of those two in Surah Al Hajj. Women Yuhin Allahu Fama Lahu Min Mukrimin in Allah Yaf Aluma Yasha Wafil Qurani, sorry, Wafil Furkani, a Nasjudulima Ta'muruna Wazadahum Nufura. And surah al Furqan where where the words Anas Judulimata Muruna wazadahum nufura. Or al Hudhudi. Hudhud is surah Al-Naml naml is a story about the ants that 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 that, that Sayyidina Sulaiman hears them, overhears him. Um, overhears them uh, ta- you know, telling each other, get out of the way so the army of Sulaiman doesn't crush you. So that's a surah uh, 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 in which uh, uh, the speech of animals is mentioned. So the Hudhud hood hood is the hoop-ho, woodpeckery-type bird that's late when Sayyidina Suleiman calls his war council. Uh, the Hudhud hood hood is late to the to the meeting, and so Sayyidina Suleiman says that, that the Hudhud the better have a good excuse, otherwise I'm going to slaughter it. And so then he brings the news of the Queen of Sheba, uh, um and her people uh praying to the sun and to the moon um and so he calls it the surah Hudhud here because it's uh, hud is only mentioned in this surah it's not mentioned anywhere else in the quran uh allah la ilaha illa rabbul arshil azim when, in the words allah la ilaha rabbul arshil azim and it's interesting this surah also as a kind of a side note, uh, because because mention comes up, um there's uh, uh there's mention in it that the Queen of Sheba when she receives a when she receives a uh a letter from Sayyidina Suleiman, uh um and she tells her privy council about it. She says, I received a letter, وَإِنَّهُمْ مِنْ سُلَيْمَانَ wa بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنَ الرَّحِيمِ That this letter is from suleyman and it's written in the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Uh, from amongst the Fuqaha, there are those who say that this is the only place that bismillahir rahmanir Rahim occurs in the Qur'an. Whereas from the Fuqaha, there are those who say that it's a part of every Surah except for Surah At-Tawbah. And then there are some that say it's just to be read once. At the beginning, or it's part of the beginning of the recitation of the Qur'an, and there are a number of different opinions about it. But this is one place where everyone agrees, r-Rahim comes in the Qur'an, that she says that this letter is from Suleyman, and it's r-Rahim, meaning this letter is from Suleyman, and it's in the name of Allah, mm-hmm. the most uh, uh, beneficent, the most merciful. It's a... Khair it's not a tafsir class but there's so many nice lessons in it mashallah that the ifrit the jinn, the is like the big like the like the, the brute brute of the jins. The, the 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 ifrit says that i'll bring her throne to you before your this majlis ends i'll go all the way to yemen i'll i'll grab snatch her throne and bring it to you and then the person who has the knowledge of the book that person, he says, I'll bring it to you before a twinkling of the eye, and he brings it in an instant. And they, the, the, one of the tafsirs of it is they say that that person had knowledge. There's a name of Allah Ta'ala, al Al A'zam, the divine name, that if a person calls on Allah Ta'ala through that name, Allah Ta'ala will instantly answer their prayers. And so they said that he had the, the knowledge of the, the divine name, because of which he, Allah gifted him these things. Uh, that he could call call on Allah Taala by that name, and his prayers would be answered. And uh, I remember I mentioned it to the school kids one day in the foundation school of sixth graders. They were really fascinated. They're like, "What is it?" I was like, "Yeah, well, if I knew, man, I wouldn't be a school teacher," uh, <laughs> which is a bad answer because <coughs> a lot of people a lot of people were people who taught Quran to children and they knew the divine name as well because they understood and they appreciated what the value of. You know the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, "The best of you is the one who learns the Quran, and the ones who teach it." So that's kind of my bad, but uh, but yeah, that's a thing. There are people who knew, even from the Sahaba. There are some people who knew it, and so they performed miracles by the divine name. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but that's a, a a very beautiful example of the superior superiority of knowledge over brute force, which is something that people don't. I guess pay attention to or don't value anymore. And that may be why the world is the way it is, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, وَفِي أَلِفْ لَامِيمُ تَنْزِيلُ وَسَّبَّحُوا بِحَمْدِ رَبِّهِمْ وَهُمْ لَا يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ uh, uh, أَلِفْ لاميم, تَنْزِيلُ is also known as Surah al as the name indicates there's a sajda in it uh it's a hadith there's a hadith narrated that the messenger of allah sallallahu read surah al sajda in salat al-fajr on fridays uh uh or on a on a friday i should say and so this is the uh uh, uh, uh surah as-sajda reading surah as-sajda and then surah al dahr in the second Raka'ah, which is a relatively long salat to to read both of them um, this is a practice that is, to this day, preferred by the muhaddithun. It's interesting because in the Indian subcontinent, even though the madrasas, they're all very Hanafi uh, to the core. Uh, mashallah, if there's any madrasa graduates listening to this recording, they're like, yeah, dang right. Um, but there are certain things that they do that are actually the habits of the muhaddithun. Because the Muhaddithun, because it's a well-transmitted hadith, so the muhadithun they like this practice on suratul on on sorry on fajr, salat al subh on the day of Friday, to read al-Sajda in the first raka'ah and read, read uh, suratul dahr in the second raka'ah. Uh it's dahr. Dahr is also it's another name for al insan. I think in the in the masahif that are written in the Arab lands they write al insan. And in the Masahif in the Indian subcontinent, they write Surat al-Dahir. But, uh, um, yeah, and that's not, according to the Fuqaha, that's not a regular practice of the Prophet ﷺ, according to the Maliki and the Hanafi Fuqaha, as far as I understand. But because it's narrated, the people like doing it. So, I I think I remember once also reading reading that in uh, in the Al-Haram al-Sharif in Makkah uh, Mukarramah as well, uh, which is very blessed, mashallah, to follow a practice of the prophet sallallahu alaihi such a mubarak place mashallah um, so yeah uh, um, in, uh, uh, in surah al-flamim tanzil uh, at the words yusabbihu bihamdi rabbihi wa hum and this is also a a, a practice of the hurfah that that when a person wishes to memorize the Qur'an, one of the first surahs that they have them memorize is surah sajda. Uh, I've seen this many many who follow the Qur'an. This is a practice that they keep as well. وَفِي صَادِ فَاسْتَغْفَرَ رَبَّهُ وَخَرَّ رَاكِعًا وَأَنَابِ uh, 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 At the words, فَاسْتَغْفَرَ رَبَّهُ وَخَرَّ رَاكِعًا وَأَنَابِ وَقِيلَ عِنْدَ قَوْلِهِ لَزُلْفَ وَحُسْنَ مَآبِ ما and it said or at the words lazulfu wa husnamaab wa fi hamim tanzil uh hamim uh, tanzil is uh uh is suratul uh, furqan oh, sorry sorry it's stuff Surat last surah hamim tanzil is surah Fusilat. uh uh in the surah Fusilat was was judu lillahi alladhi khalaqahunna in kuntum iyahu ta'budun uh uh that's there's a sajda there. Uh Fitilawati illa ala A person shouldn't make the sajda to tilawa except for in a state of wudu. Just like you don't do it in prayer. Uh, you don't sorry you don't pray without a state of wudu, you don't make sajda tilawa without a state of wudu. Wa you kabbirulaha sali sorry, wala you that a person should say Allahu Akbar when going to sajda and when coming out of it. Uh, and a person doesn't say salam because you're actually not in prayer. You're in something that's like prayer but it's not prayer. So you don't salam out of it. They say Allahu Akbar going in. The takbir that you say in order to go into the sajda is more important than the one that you say to come out of it. If you omit the one coming out of it, it's not as big of a deal. Although it's still better to do so. If a person makes Allahu akbar to come out of out of the sajda as well, that's more preferable to us. The author of the book says, And a person who reads any of these different places, they uh, should make the sajda for them, uh, whether it's in in the farad prayer or in the nafil prayer. وَيَسْجُدُهَا من قرأها بعد السبح oh, يسفر That's my grammar bad. مَعْلَمْ يُسْفِرْ It's been a long day for all of us. Uh, وَبَعْدَ Asri مَعْلَمْ تَسْفَرَّ so, um, so He's giving some details. Um, just like the salat, right? The salat is makruh. Once you've read the subah prayers, makruh to pray anything until after the sun has risen off of the horizon, and uh, which we all, which we've taken before, um, we've taken this hukum before in class, and uh, the same thing with asr. When you're done with asr, you don't pray again until maghrib, right? Uh, um, but he, so he's clarifying. He's saying that as far as the sajda tilawa is concerned. You can do it as long as the sun is not actually rising or setting, like the three minutes it takes from the top of the disk of the sun to hit the horizon from and the bottom of the disk to lift lift off uh, when rising, and then the bottom of the disk to hit the horizon when setting. And the top, those like three minutes, you know, uh, one in the beginning of the day and one at the end. At that time, you shouldn't make sajda to tilawa. Just wait. Um, but as long as you're not in that. Those, those like three minutes where that's actually happening, you can make the sajda to tilawa. There's that's that's a time to make it. Um, another hukum that he doesn't mention is that the sajda to tilawa should happen in pairs. Um, a person fulfills the minimum sunnah by making one sajda, but it's better to do two. So Allahu Akbar go into sajda, then Allahu Akbar come out of it, and then Allahu Akbar go into it again, and then Allahu Akbar come out. That's the best, the optimal way of doing it. Um, another hukum he doesn't mention is for the people who are memorizing, like just say you're memorizing a, uh, you're, you're memorizing a surah, right? Um, and you have to repeat the ayah again and again. What you can do, you just keep reading it. And then at the end of all of that, just make one sadza for all of them having accumulated, accumulated. That's fine. Are there any questions? No. Yes. Yes. Al-Arad, Al-Arad, Miriam, Al-Nam, okay, so, so start again. What's the first one? Al-Araf. Al-Araf. Okay, the second one? Al-Arad. hmm Third one? Al-Isra. No, نحل. نحل. Nahal. You mean Nahal. Nahal? Nahal. source Al-Nahal. That's the B, right? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the B. MashaAllah. Now, uh, Surah so Maryam. S- uh, 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 so Surah Al Isra and then Surah Maryam, yeah, and then after that. Al uh, Had. Yeah, and then. Al Fakkan. Mm-hmm. And now, now. Naml. Naml. N- Noon, Mim Lam Naml. Naml. Namlun. It's like with a uh a, a sukun on the meme, but because Namlun. Uh, yeah. Naml. And then Sajjah Uh-huh. Pussilah. Uh-huh. I don't have the rest. there's sad. I'll switch sad. Yeah, sort of sad is in there as well. How many are we up to? Okay. So, Surat al-A'raf, and then Surat Rad, then mm-hmm. Suratul al-Nahl, and then Surat Bani Israel, also known as Isra. And then Surat oh, Miriam. Oh. Bani Israel and Isra are the same thing. Miriam, and then Hajj, and then Furqan, and then Naml, and then mm-hmm. Sajda, then Saad, mm-hmm. and then uh, 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 Fusilat, That's 11. Mm-hmm. You got it? Mm-hmm. And then you said it's best to... Do it like you're doing uh, Tashahu, say Allahu Akbar, go in and then pause, come up and sit in the sitting position and say Allahu Akbar again and then say Allahu Akbar and come out, right? Correct. And do I, am I saying anything in prostration? And I'm, am I
1: saying it's the same,
0: the same, the same things that you say when you're in the Sajdah of the Prayer. I mean, in the Sajdah of uh-huh. the Prayer as well, um, there's not anything specific that a person has to say, although because it comes in certain hadith. Uh, um, it's recommended they say Subhan Rabbi al-A'la because the Tafsir there's a verse of Quran Subhi Hisma Rabbi al-A'la and Nabi Salasim mm-hmm. mm-hmm. says إجعله في سجودكم وكمالا عليه صلاة صلاه Nabi Salasim says put it in your sajda Subhi Hisma Rabbi al-A'la means glorify the name of your Lord Most High so that's why you say Sub- Subhan Rabbi al-A'la mm-hmm. uh, uh, but really there are any number of a uh, uh, different words of glorification and praise of Allah ta'ala that come in the different hadith mm-hmm. and a person can make dua and sajda as well so if the person didn't say subhan rabbil a'la or even subhanallah even if they didn't say anything or even if they're in sajda and they just said allahu akbar in sajda or you know they said something else it's still theoretically okay another thing that's narrated in the sajda of the prophet that i used to hear murabit al-hajj the like the like like our master sheikh of the place that we studied in Mauritania and he's I don't I've never heard anyone ever say anything other than him being basically the most respected alim in the entire Mauritania uh murabit I used to hear him say in his sajda subuh rabbul which is also narrated from the prophet sallallahu alaihi mean meaning the the most glorified quddus the most holy Rabbul Malaa Ikatiwar Ruh, the Lord of Thee, the angels and the spirits. A number of these things they come in. They come in. Uh, um, they come in the the the, the narrations that the Prophet Sallallahu used to say them in different duas and things like that. So you can say any of that stuff in the in the. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Okay. So we start the chapter of Babun Fi Salat As Safari. There's this chapter regarding the prayer of a traveler. Um now obviously a lot of the issues regarding traveling we covered them in the Babun al-Jami' fi Salah, the 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 chapter the all-encompassing chapter regarding the prayer um in which issues that don't fit neatly from one place or the other are all gathered together. Um but here he he brings some of them are repetitions and some of them are are you know different issues with regards to the prayer of a traveler. من سافرة مسافة أربعة برودين وهي ثمانية وأربعون ميلاً ااا فعليه أن يقصره الصلاة ااا فيصليها ركعتين إلا المغرب فلا يقصروها. ولا يَقْصُرُ حتى يجاوزا بيوتا المصري وتسيروا or Afon خلفه ليس بين يديه ولا بحذائه منها شيء. So a person is to pray the traveler prayer, travelers prayer when they're. Um, when their trip is over 48 miles long. And there's a difference of opinion as to how long a mile is. And, uh, um... We talked about that before. It's the difference between 48 miles and like 27 point whatever miles. Muhaddithun um, and the other madhabs, they prefer the 48 miles. Um, and the, the, the fuqaha, the maliki madhab, prefer the 27. And uh, Allah knows best. All right, well, what tolifa fiqadril mealifaqila alfa viraa virain washahara who babuhumaqila thaath to alafi virain wa khamsa khamsa khamsi mia. Um, so let's just do the calculation again, real quick. So 48, let's see, clear 48 divided by 3500 equals. Times two thousand yeah it comes out to twenty seven point four miles so the two the two conditions for praying the traveler's prayer is what one, the total distance of your trip is this twenty seven point four miles or more, and the second condition is that you've actually passed the last limit of the houses of your city that you're not you're not at them they're not in front of you, nor are they uh, beside you. They're behind you. Um, then the question comes up to, what is your city? And uh, Sheikh Rami, he prefers the opinion of the city being your city limits. If the city has its own courts, it has its own water uh, its own waste collection, its own police, its own markets, etc., then that's the city. So, for example, you guys live in Villa Park. So if you going to my house, which is in Addison, you need to shorten your prayer? No. No? Why not? Because oh, it, 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 it ain't 27. No, 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 you're oh, in a different right. city oh, now, right? Oh, right? But your trip ain't 27.4 miles right. or more, right. Right? right? Now, what if you was going to Milwaukee? Yes. And then you stopped at my house. Then theoretically, you could shorten your prayer according to that opinion, which I trust Sheikh Rami's fiqh over my own. Um, there's an opinion that that the uh, that all of the cities that are that share contiguous border that their aggregate, all of them, can be considered to be one city. So in that case, it would be all of Chicago land. Um, uh, i take that opinion if not for any other reason than in order to make juma valid whenever whenever i go somewhere and and pray it so that i'm not a musafir but uh at any rate what does that mean musafir musafir means traveler traveler because the Jummah the juma khutbah in in uh, um, the maliki school is not valid if it's given by a traveler now in the other madhabs, it is so please don't bum rush the, the imam and like throw <coughs> the beat down um when i travel to places oftentimes you know people will ask me to give the khutbah and i'll ask their imam their local imam just to give i'll, I'll say i'll give the bayan and they can just give the khutbah real quick in arabic and then lead the prayer mm-hmm. i admit that that doesn't always go over every place that i go uh and so alhamdulillah the other Madahib have their opinions Uh, I try to follow the the Maliki school to the best of my ability, unless it's going to cause a ruckus in a place or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, someone might say, "Well, you're not being consistent." Well, you know, I think the cause of the 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 benefit of the madhabs is that they allow us to retain these cohesive ways of understanding the law. Uh, I don't think the point of them is to cause division and ruckus in the ummah and uh, maybe maybe uh, you know i'm right maybe i'm wrong uh, but we hope in front of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you at least accept that much from us mm-hmm. um, and so wala uh, sir, sir wala you till wala you tillu hatta yarji'a ilayha aw yuqaribuha bi aqal min milin. so so that, that then a person will not continue to or will not pray, pray their whole prayer again until they get back into their city limits or they're like a mile away or they're like really close to it from from coming from a long trip. Uh, and so all of the prayers that are four rak'ahs, they become two once a person is in the hukam of being a traveler, um, which is, subah is already two, so it stays two. Zuhur asr, isha, go from four to two. Maghrib um, stays three. The 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 hukam or the, the ruling of of shortening the prayer is that it is a sunnah mu'akkada. That it is a rigorously emphasized sunnah. So if a person elects to pray for, even though it's a sunnah to pray to, it's actually less reward to pray for while traveling than it is to pray to. There are exceptions to that rule. The exception being that if a person's trip is undertaken for the purpose of disobedience, so someone says, well, I'm going to go to like, Racine, Wisconsin, and rob a liquor store. Don't do it. If you do, don't shorten your prayer because it's not valid. You still have to pray, uh, although you should think of yourself as a goof because you're praying on the way to rob a liquor store. Hopefully, your prayer will stop you from doing silly things like that. Uh, uh, for the record, I don't know anyone who would do something like that, but since it is fit class, it's a complete hypothetical, hypothetical situation. If someone is on a trip to do with the intention of doing some haram, then know that Allah Ta'ala doesn't ex- extend his uh, facilitation to people who wish to do evil. Um, but, you know, that's an exception. Another exception is if you're praying behind a local imam who's not a traveler, in that case, then you have to pray for with them. You can't just pray to and bounce out. Uh, someone's asked me that before on, on occasions. Um, but yeah, if you're praying alone or if you're, you're leading the prayer, then it, it's actually more reward to pray to than it is to pray for. Because the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and it's a gift from Allah subhanahu wa taala, and He makes him happy that you take it, jallaahu ala, and that's the Rahma and mercy of the Lord. وَإِنَّهُ الْمُسَافِرُ إِقَامَةَ أَرْبَعَةِ أَيَّامٍ بِمَوْضِعٍ أَوْ مَا يُصَلِّي فِيهِ عَشِيرِينَ صَلَاتٍ أَتَمَّ الصَّلَاةَ حَتَّى Ya uh, And so if a person, imagine they leave their house and they're in the ruling of a traveler. If at any stop along the way, they stop at a place in which they intend to stay in that place for more than the time it takes to pray 20 prayers, which is three days and three nights, not including the day or night that you arrive and not including the day or night that you leave. So 20 prayers or more um, then. Once you enter into that city, then you pray your full prayer. And then when you leave from that city, then you become a traveler again. Uh, um, and it's not that you get to keep shortening your prayers for 20 prayers, then afterward you pray complete. If your intention is to stay in that place for more than the time of 20 prayers, then from the moment you set foot in that city, you will uh, pray your complete prayers. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. people always kind of have a misunderstanding about that. So it's after, basically, when, when, when you know that that you're going to be there for longer than, than, than three days, you, you just say you're full, correct? Yeah, exactly. Because you know it ain't three days. Right. <coughs> so, for example, if we're going from Villa Park to Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, and you're going to stay there for, like, seven days, mm-hmm. Okay. Um once your plane lands over there from that time as long as you're there you're going to you're gonna pray your full prayer now just say you're gonna to go to Albuquerque and then from there you're going to santa Fe and then you're gonna come back and so that makes the time spent in each place less than the time of twenty prayers then in that case you'll pray the shortened prayer each place okay. but if you're in a city and you're not gonna leave it then that's that's what you're that's what you're doing. And you said seven, but don't count the day you arrive and the day, the day you leave, so that's like three days, not counting the day or night you arrive and not counting the day or night you leave. So that comes into twenty, right? Mm-hmm. So three times five is fifteen, yeah. plus mm-hmm. plus the day or night you arrive, plus the day or night you you leave. But that's when you get to shorten it if it's three, right? Yeah. yeah. If it's more than, if you count, if there are more than 20 prayers that you're going to pray in the place, uh, 20 prayers or more, then you don't shorten. you okay. come. <sighs>